When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to talk a little NFL Draft 2022 edition. We've got the Senior Bowl coming up next week, all the practices, and then the game next Saturday. We've got all the rumors going on right now with the draft stock and some buzz around certain players and so much more. So to talk about all this, we bring back our friend who is the owner and founder of WalterFootball.com, Mr. Walter Cherapinski. Walter, before we get into this, I just wanted to say, first and foremost, congratulations on the birth of your baby boy. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's almost four weeks now. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's insane. Like people say your life changes when you have a baby and you, you know, you never know until that happens, but it's what they're saying, what they've said is definitely true. So, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, thanks for having me on, uh, Scott. I have a feeling his first words are going to be, Charlie, what'd you hear about this prospect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, unless he goes to the site himself as a, as a newborn. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's definitely uh, one of the first things he's going to say. <laughs> Speaking of Charlie, and of course I'm referring to Charlie Campbell, your lead draft analyst. He's got some reports up right now on the NFL hot press page at WalterFootball.com. One of them revolves around Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. We talked about him earlier in this week with Joe Blewett of Jets X Factor and his show Blewett's Blitz. He broke down Hamilton's film for us and talked about what he thought of his game and whether or not he'd be a worthwhile investment at the number four overall pick. Aiden Hutchinson has been talked about quite a bit. Charlie's got a news item about him. Of course, Hutchinson, one of the presumed top two picks, the edge rusher out of Michigan and the runner-up for the Heisman Trophy. And then he's got a tidbit about the 2022 wide receiver class, which I thought was interesting and really is of use for Jets fans to know because there's such a groundswell for the Jets to go and get a receiver in this draft. So tell me about what Charlie reported on Hamilton, on Hutchinson, and on the wide receiver class. So, I mean, every, pro- every scout uh, and GM is going to see a prospect in a different way. Uh, so uh, Charlie has, has talked to some, uh, some scouting directors and, and, uh, and uh, people in the front offices who aren't, aren't huge fans of Kyle Hamilton as a safety. They actually think he, he's going to have to play linebacker in the NFL. 
kind of kind of like a, a hybrid of sorts, uh, like like someone the Patriots often use. Um, so, so some of these uh, scouting directors and and, um, and front office people think that uh, Kyle Hamilton he struggles a little in space. He doesn't have safety instincts. He, he's not as twitchy as as they would like to see from a safety. He's six four. Uh, and usually those guys uh, don't are, are a little too like too tall. And don't have the same twitch as uh, as a, as the shorter guys uh, as shorter guys do. So um, I, I think that you know some some people think he's going to have to play linebacker in the NFL, and that might actually hurt him. Um, you know because uh, the, the non pass rushing linebackers tend to tend to drop uh, in the draft. And I actually have Kyle Hamilton going 15th in my mock draft to the Eagles. Um, I, I try to have him going a little bit earlier, uh, but I just couldn't fit him in just because, you know, some teams might not see him as a true safety or they, they might not want a linebacker that high. So, um, but again, there's, there's probably going to be some teams that love him too. So uh, it doesn't mean he's going to fall that far, but uh, there is some concern about him playing safety. So with Hutchison, um, so Charlie talked to some, some of the sources who said that uh, they don't see Hutchison as uh, like one of the Bosa brothers, like not that type of caliber player. They see him as as someone in a slightly lower tier, uh, maybe like a Bradley a Chubb or uh, someone like that, um, like a, a maybe a um, a Brian Burns. Uh, so uh, the the thing is like like Hutchison's not going to fall in this draft class because he's he's still one of the top prospects. But if you were to put him in in a class with a Nick Bosa or Joey Bosa. Uh, he would definitely go after those guys. Um, I think it just says it just shows you uh, how you know. I don't want to say this class is weak, but it's not a strong class either. Uh, so Hutchinson is uh, he's one of the top prospects in this class, but it's not that strong of a class. So it really shouldn't affect the Jets. I mean, if the Jets get him at four, I think they're going to be thrilled uh, to get him at four. Um, but you know, I, I think in other classes uh, he might uh, may, he might fall past four actually. So. Um, as for the receiver class, um, you know, I mean, the receiver class is pretty loaded. You get Jamison Williams uh, getting hurt, which uh, hurts a little bit. But uh, like in my mock draft, I think I have like five or six receivers in the first round. It's just it's just so deep. Uh, so, um, yeah, if, if the Jets want to uh, get a receiver, uh, and we, we actually talked about this before we started recording, um, I think the Jets are pretty, pretty solid at receiver right now with Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. And then they have to re-sign either Barrios or Crowder if they do that. They don't really need a receiver in the first round. So if they want to get a receiver uh, on day on day two with one of their th- uh, three picks, they can definitely get a good prospect there. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's talk a little stock up, stock down. And this is the post-All-Star Game edition. Some of the guys that you have at WalterFootball.com as stock up. Daxton Hill, the cornerback slash safety out of Michigan. We saw him in the college football playoff. We also saw Lewis Seen, the safety out of Georgia. He did very well in the national championship game. Brian Cook, we also saw him in the college football playoff. Jaquan Brisker, who is one of the best safeties in this draft out of Penn State. Of course, everybody was saying that it's going to be Brisker, Seen, and Jordan Battle from Alabama as the top three safeties outside of Kyle Hamilton. Now it doesn't look like that's going to happen because Jordan Battle has pulled his name out of consideration. He is going back to Alabama. And then you've got Kyre Elam, who is an interesting prospect out of Florida. He's got the size, he's got the instincts, pretty good tape, played in the SEC, started for three years, but some speed concerns there. Still, though, he's on your stock up. Talk to me about these guys. So Charlie actually did another hot press about the safeties in this class, and uh, the, the people we spoke to around the NFL were, were pretty uh, were 
were pretty uh, impressed uh, with with the uh, with the safety class um, in this draft. As as far as uh, you know, guys in the second round, second round and third round, and they they were they like these guys a lot. Like especially like Louis Seen, um, Jaquan Brisker, who Charlie has uh, as his number two safety right now, uh, behind Hamilton. Um, and then uh, also Daxon Hill, um, you know, he's, he's going to probably play safety or slot corner in the NFL. He's pretty versatile. The stock report was all about Charlie speaking to sources and, and then praising the safety class. Uh, so, you know, obviously with no games going on, uh, no, no injuries right now uh, in the past couple of weeks, you're not going to have uh, guys moving up because of play, but rather Charlie talking to sources. And Charlie's going to speak to a lot of people at the Senior Bowl, so I'm really looking forward to uh, the reports he's going to provide for Mobile. Speaking of Mobile, we're going to talk about the Senior Bowl in a little bit, preview that game and the players that you're going to see, and especially the ones that the Jets coaching staff is going to be in charge of. But first, let's talk about the guys who have stocked down on your stock report. Josh Joby, the cornerback out of Alabama, a little bit of inconsistency there. Zacoby McLean, the linebacker from Auburn, and Alec Lindstrom, who's been a popular name in a lot of these mock drafts that Jets fans have been doing on the mock draft simulators. He's got stocked down for an interesting reason. Tell me about these three guys. So McLean and Lindstrom are paired. Um, the reason why they're in the stock down is because uh, they weren't invited to the Senior Bowl, which was very surprising to me, um, especially with Lindstrom having a brother in the NFL. Um, I, I thought for sure these guys were going to be in the Senior Bowl. Uh, and the fact that they weren't, um, you know, that they might say that uh, they're not as highly regarded as, as we or other draft uh, analysts uh, thought they were. And they're not going to be able to prove themselves in Mobile. Like, there's, they're going to have to rely on the Combine. Uh, so that, that, that's definitely going to hurt them. Uh, with Josh Job, uh, he's um, like they, they just think that um, uh, he's uh, he's been very inconsistent, and uh, you know think teams were pretty frustrated with what they saw uh, from him uh, this past season, and they think that he's probably going to be like a mid-round pick rather than uh, you know a second-round pick as as people thought, or maybe even a first-round pick. I've seen him in some uh, first-round mock drafts. I had him in the first round uh, earlier, uh, you know, back, I think back in November. Uh, but yeah, the, Charlie, uh, the people Charlie spoke to think he's going to be a mid-round pick. Walter, you've got an updated mock draft over at WalterFootball.com. And the thing I love about this is not only do you update this on a weekly basis, but you do these years in advance. So you've already got one up for the 2023 mock draft. I don't think anybody else is doing that. But right now you've got the Jets at number four picking George Karloftis the edge rusher out of Purdue, and at number 10, taking Derek Stingley Jr., the cornerback out of LSU. Can you explain why you have that and how the dominoes would have fallen to make that happen? So I, I think the Jets definitely need a, an edge rusher, and I, I feel like they have to get one at number four, uh, if it's Karlaftis, or I guess the dream is to get either Hutchison or uh, Thibodeau. I, I don't really see that happening. Uh, I guess you never know. A, a quarterback could rise and you know, maybe the Lions and Texans uh, both draft quarterbacks and then get Hutchinson to four. I, I think that could definitely happen. But right now, I would say either it's either Karlaftis or Ojabo at, at number four. Um, I, I think they're the number three and number four uh, edge rushers. I, I know that Karlaftis is seen as someone who doesn't have, like, amazing upside, but he's, he's definitely a terrific player. Uh, and I think he could definitely go at four, and Ojabo definitely. I, I, he has more upside, uh, but he's not as uh, – He's not as pro-ready as Karlaftis is, so it's kind of like 
you know, I, I guess you kind of have to decide there. Um, it, it, it could really be either one uh, for number four. And then at number 10, I had Derek Stingley. Um, I, I think it's definitely 10 is probably going to be one of the top three cornerbacks, which is uh, Derek Stingley, uh, Ahmad Gardner or Trent McDuffie. I, I think you can go either way, but uh, right now I would go in that order right now. I, I like Stingley a lot. I, I know he's gotten um, some flack for his injuries, but I, I think that's all circumstantial. I mean, you see it in the NFL, like guys will be banged up for, for one or two years and then they'll be healthy for the rest of their career. Uh, someone like Fred Taylor comes to mind where he was banged up for like four or five years in a row and then for the rest of his career, he was fine. Uh, so I, I think that uh, Stingley is the best of the three corners, but it, it is pretty close. You can really go with either one. In the second and third round, you've got some interesting picks here, too. At number 35, you've got Kenyon Green, the outstanding guard out of Texas A&M. I'm under the impression that he's probably going in the first round, but if the Jets could get him at 35, that would be outstanding. At 38, you've got them taking Brandon Smith, the linebacker out of Penn State. Certainly, they could use a linebacker. I mean, if we're being honest, they could use players at just about every position. And then at number 69 in the third round, you've got the Jets picking Zamir White, the running back out of Georgia. But I got to tell you, Walter, the pick before, 68, you have Isaiah Spiller going, the running back out of Texas A&M. I absolutely love Isaiah Spiller. So if he went one pick before the Jets, I would be so upset. So talk to me a little bit about what made you think these guys would be in play for the Jets at these spots and how this all came together when you were putting together the mock. So the Jets need offensive line help. You know, they, they have to improve uh, Zach Wilson's session. I, and I, I think that's their main priority is making sure that Zach Wilson doesn't become a bust. And the, the best way you can do that is give them the best offensive line possible. I didn't have them taking an offensive lineman at four or ten. Uh, I think they could def- definitely do that, but I, I wonder how the, about the financial implications of doing that because, um, you know, with Makai Becton and then Elijah Vera Tucker, they, they drafted two guys uh, in a row in, for offensive lineman in the first round, and then you'd have to make it three if you take one of the top tackles. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty difficult for them uh, to re-sign all three guys in consecutive years and give them big contracts. So I think that if they, you know, I, I think they definitely want to improve the offensive line. I think they do that in the second round rather than the first round, ideally. Uh, so Kenny Green is, like you said, he's, he can definitely go at, toward the end of the first round. Um, he's someone I wanted to slot a little earlier than 35. I just didn't find a spot for him. Uh, but I, I, I can't see him getting past the Jets at 35, you know, barring some injury we don't know about or off the field issue. Um, he's a phenomenal guard. Uh so I, I think that would be a great um, this, a great person to pair with Elijah Vera Tucker in the interior. Uh, and then with Brandon Smith, he's someone who could play outside or inside. He's very versatile. Um, I, I think that the Jets could use help in either spot. I mean, I, I obviously have them taking an edge rusher at four. Uh, but and with Carl Lawson back, you have two edge, rush, edge rushers. But, you know, teams can never have enough edge rushers. You see what Buffalo does. They rotate guys in and out all the time. Uh, you need as many edge rushers as possible especially when you have to beat Josh Allen. Like, that's the ultimate goal. You have, to meet, you have to get as many guys who can get after the quarterback as possible. So Brandon Smith can help there. Or you can play in the middle of the defense, which is, which is a big problem last year. They just couldn't cover anyone. They, they left Dallas Goddard wide open in that Eagles game uh, so many times. Uh, it just seems like they really need help covering tight ends. Uh, so uh, Brandon Smith can definitely do that. And then, you know, with Samir White, uh, I feel like just a, a running back to pair with Michael Carter. And, and I agree with you. I think Spiller is definitely the better prospect. He's someone I wanted to put in the second round. Uh, so maybe, you know, uh, 
you're afraid of the Texans drafting Spiller, you can maybe trade with the Giants at 67 and, uh, and definitely uh, lock him in. If that's all it took, I would do that in a heartbeat. Trust me, Walter. If the decision was up to me, that would be a done deal in two seconds. Let's talk about the Senior Bowl because the Jets are coaching one team. They're coaching the national team. And then the American team is being coached by the Detroit Lions. Let's start with the roster that the Jets are going to be dealing with, the national team. This is a loaded roster. Talk to me about some of the guys that you think Jets fans should really be paying attention to on this team that their coaching staff is going to be in charge of. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely right about um, this being a loaded roster. I mean, uh, Kenny Pickett is is on the team. Like, obviously, the Jets aren't going to be uh, looking at him, but it's still he's uh, he's a top three quarterback potentially, uh, top three overall, I should say. Um, and and so yeah, you can see that the strength of this team. Like, there's, I mean, there there are good players everywhere. Um, if you want a cornerback, I think Tariq Castro Fields. Uh, is, is someone you could take in like the third round, may, maybe in the fourth round. Uh, he's kind of slipped a little bit. Like he was in the first round of my, of my mock draft earlier uh, in the process, but uh, he's he's someone who has fallen a little bit, but I, I still think that would be good value in the third or fourth round. Um, you have um, Arnold Ibikite, uh, the edge rusher from Penn State. He's another guy you can draft in, on day two uh, who can help you get after Josh Allen. Uh, Terrell Bernard uh, from Baylor, uh, a really good linebacker. Uh, he's someone uh, you can you can get on day two. Uh, but Devin Lloyd is, I, I feel like, the best linebacker here. Um, he's, so, he's someone I had in the second round earlier uh, in the draft process, but I have him going in the first round now. Um, but still, he, he could definitely fall uh, to 35, and if the Jets take him to 35, I think that would be amazing. Uh, Bernard Raymond uh, from Central Michigan, he's a tackle. Um, he's, he's another guy you can take in, in round two. Uh, like I said, I, I think it's more likely the Jets go after an offensive lineman in round, in round two. Uh, Daniel Falele uh, and Abraham Lucas are two other uh, tackles you can take uh, in round two. Uh, and then you have uh, Charlie Kolar from Iowa State as a tight end. Um, just need a need a tight end for sure, and they need to give uh, Zach Wilson another weapon. Um, and their tight ends have been pretty mediocre. So uh, Charlie Kohler is someone you could take in the third round. So um, yeah, definitely definitely a lot of prospects uh, the Jets could look at. They're going to have a close look at um, in the Senior Bowl. And you know, there's a long history of teams drafting players they coach in the Senior Bowl. So would not be no not be surprising at all if if one, two, maybe even three of these guys end up on the Jets roster. Walter, the Jets are going to get a close look at the players that their coaching staff is going to be in charge of, but they're also going to get a close look at a bunch of players on the other side that they're playing against. So obviously, if those guys make plays against them, that might stick out in a different way and cause them to move those guys up their draft board. Talk to me about some of the players on the American team being coached by the Detroit Lions that Jets fans should really be paying attention to. Yeah, so there there's some good cornerbacks here. Uh, Roger McCreary, he's uh, he's kind of been on the edge of the first round or second round to me. Um, he, he's he's someone I, I think you could dr- definitely draft at 35 if you don't take a corner at 10. Um, and then you go down the roster and uh, you look at um, the Mo Clark. Uh, they have there's some good linebackers here. The uh, Clark is someone you could also take at 35 or 38. Quay Walker. Uh, linebacker from Georgia is another guy I, I think could go in the second round. Uh, I believe him, I, I have him going late in the second round, so may, maybe maybe he makes it to you guys in the third round. Um, and uh, you know they they have the best running back here in the draft, Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, I don't think the Jets go after a running back in the second round, 
but if they if they do, um, they, you know, he's definitely someone you could definitely look at uh, in the second round. Um, and you know, th- this the the American team I, I feel, feel like is not as talented as as the national team. So I, I think you're going to have uh, more players to look at uh, on the Jets side, which which is a good thing because the, the Jets are going to want to uh, take a player that they're familiar with. Walter Cherpinski, the godfather of online year-long draft content. Thanks so much for coming on. Make sure you check in at everything he's doing over at WalterFootball.com. I'm sure you're going to have plenty of material in the wake of the Senior Bowl up at WalterFootball.com, right? Yeah, absolutely. Charlie's going to be live at Mobile uh, covering uh, the, the Senior Bowl, and Charlie's always going to have uh, great reports. Like he talk, I don't know how he does it, but he talks to everyone. Uh, so he's going to have uh, daily reports uh, for the Senior Bowl. He's going to have uh, a rundown of uh, like which players met with which teams uh, during the Senior Bowl, which is always interesting. Um, and uh, tons of other content. Uh, we have updated 2022 and 2023 mock drafts. We also have an we also have a 2024 mock draft, believe it or not. Uh, so you can definitely <laughs> check that out at WalterFootball.com. And uh, also we do a, uh, a weekly podcast, which you can either download on iTunes or search on YouTube. Uh, just search Walter, Walter Football on YouTube and you'll find it. I guarantee you that WalterFootball.com is the only place that you are going to find a 2024 mock draft right now. So make sure you check out everything that Walter and Charlie are doing over there. And check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under. Luke Grant has got some fantastic videos up. Trey McBride, who you're going to see in the Senior Bowl, the tight end out of Colorado State. Luke's got a video up on him. He's got a video up on Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas. Dalton Schultz, the impending free agent tight end from the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to get a lot of money. Is he worth $14, $15 million? Luke attempts to answer that question with an all-22 breakdown. Watch all those videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And make sure you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money. But it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com.